Welcome back to the Whiskey and Tequila Podcast. This is your host, Cass, and welcome back. And I'm you here should, with... You should not going to introduce me? Sorry. Jesus. Are you, it's a solo? Hey, this one is... <laughs> it's not a solo. You can go, go ahead and do the solo. Go I, ahead. I guess this is your co-host, Trey Lorenz. I guess. For now, I, I plan <laughs> I'm getting replaced. Sorry. I got real excited. I see that. So, uh, you know, we were going to come back here to... Uh, Neither of us wants to do this review. Sorry. <laughs> we came back to review plain uh, the tray pick of the month. Wow. <laughs> you put this on me? You're the one that said I wanted to watch I this. I said we needed content. You said you wanted to watch this and movie. I sa- and what did I always say and afterwards? You said, and then you said, if Con- you don't want to watch it, I'll go watch it with your dad. Because this is me and your dad kind of movie. It, and I said, it's good content. Okay, fine. If we did not say what we, what episode, what would we have dropped for this weekend? Okay, exactly. you're not right. You're right. You're right. And that's why I said yes. Don't put this bullshit on me. Uh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm hey, I'm my <laughs> yeah, my bad. Edit that out later. Uh, if, only, if only we actually do edits. Uh, <laughs> so if you haven't uh, figured out, we're reviewing uh, Plane. Uh, Plane is the latest Gerard Butler action uh, flick. Flick, you know. His latest movie. His latest movie. Limited release, I think. Oh. Or does it have a regular release? I mean, I feel like it had a worldwide release. Okay, state, sure, sure. US, US, it had, it definitely had a US release because they had early screenings of it. Uh, Loki, I had a draft toss in okay, Austin. that's true, that's true. So. Um, How long is this movie? About an hour too long. It's technically only an hour and uh, 47 minutes, but it felt. It felt, it felt long. It felt, okay, it felt okay. long and fast. Okay, at the before same time, you th- which stop, possible. I didn't know it was possible. Stop giving tidbits. Let's get to the who directed, who's in the movie. All right, so the director of this movie is John Francois Riquet, and he is a, a director who has never been in a movie you would have known. So let's just start okay. with there. Um, right. No disrespect to the man. I've, I've, I may, have, you may have noticed movies. I just have never seen. Um, his most recent one before playing was Emperor of Paris. No. And yeah, so I've never seen okay. it. Starring, though, as we said earlier, Gerard Butler. Uh, it also has, what is the guy, as I'm, as I'm figuring out his name, the guy from Luke Cage. Yeah. Mike Coulter. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the it. co-host, technically, uh, co-pilot is Yoson An. Yeah. That's probably the top three actors Bells. in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's start off with what did you like about the movie? I liked seeing how planes take off. Okay. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm sorry. There, uh, all right, all right. I, I'm, go, what you I want me to go? Yeah, please. You okay. figure what you like. I, I, so, I legit have to think about it. Okay, I like the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the movie. I think that it was done well, sort of like how you enter a plane, everybody sit down, let's get, you know, get introduced with the co-pilot because they're not always will the pilot have the same co-pilot. Um, getting yeah. knowing with the stewardess, taking off, and then how people have conversations about the, the weather and stuff like that. Um, I also like the, the tension you get the first 15 minutes of the movie. Um, so, let me give a little background. So everybody's getting on the flight, and the plane takes off. Gerard Butler um, warns the people that, hey, we're going over tri- like w- crazy weather, so we should go around it. They're like, no, don't do that. Just go through it. And um, the plane starts, you know, 
moving and it's so tension filled because you're like, are they going to crash? Are they going to survive? What is going on? It gave me a hint of plane, uh, not plane, um, pilot with um, Denzel. Flight. Yeah, flight. Yes. It gave me a vibe of that, like that tension you get in the first, like when he's flying and it's like going down, that's the same tension I got the first 15 minutes. So I had to figure out what my favorite part of the movie, and it's funny because he doesn't even have it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, is the crisis. He's the crisis manager for the airline that Andrew Buller. Oh, um, the guy from Scandal. Yes, he was the president. The in president Scandal, of Scandal. Yes. I don't know his name. Um, he was also in another movie. They had to kill. Um, he was in a much better movie where. <laughs> Um, they was they were working in a building and the building was taken over and they had to kill like half the that half the employees every like every oh, hour. Oh, um, something experiment. Um, the Belco the experiment. Belco experiment. Yes, uh, the Belco experiment. So he was actually my favorite part of his movie and the few things he did have just because he he did, he did have some st- scene stealing conversations. Yeah, he he easily had the best lines. Yeah, he did. Um. All right, so that's all the good stuff. Can okay, we get to the parts we didn't like. Yes. Okay. Here we go. So, um, so the reason they, the reason the whole movie happened. So, Gerard Butler's uh, character, he's getting on the plane. He's late, by the way. It's New Year's Eve, and the person who the FAA person is like, "Hey, you know, oh, Gerard Butler realizes they're supposed to be flying through some bad weather, a storm." He tells the FAA person, "Hey, um, the current flight path we're supposed to go through storm. I could take another path that gets us completely away from the storm, and we'll be good to go." And FA, the FAA person like, oh, this plane is not even fully booked. If you go that way, it adds an hour and a burn more gas. Bump that. Just take the path through the storm. You'll be all right. So Gerard Butler's like, all right, fine. So I understand corporation has to always follow the bottom line. I get that. But I feel like a FAA regulation would not say, oh, that dangerous hurricane, just drive through it. Just fly through it. You'll be all right. I kind of agree. But again, I feel like companies do stupid decisions all the time. But here's the thing: as we we travel a lot, so we fly a lot because yeah, like, we do. We've seen and we've been both been involved in heavy delays. Specifically, once we went to Vegas, we yeah. stayed for like five hours. Yeah, but our flights are that was always, just, that was just windy. But our flights are always booked flights, so I but, get that it's only fourteen people on this big big plane. But that but thing, you I just, should be able to fly through it. Okay, most recently, like a couple of days ago, the FAA grounded all flights across the country for like mm-hmm. a couple hours because the computer system shut down. Okay. So that, that was just, that was just a computer system. I, fine. I just have a tough time thinking because the, the weather was, it was not just always a little bit of rain. It, on the radar, it looks like a hurricane. Okay. And Drago was like, y'all want me to fly through a hurricane? And to the point where even the guy from the Belco experiment was like, what idiot signed off for them flying through this? And the guy was like, uh, me. And the bell comes from the guy was like, how much, how much gas did you even save? And he do say, I saved like, you know, thousand dollars of gallons, right? Thousand dollars worth of gas. And Bell Spring was like, oh, you're going to, you're going to spend that money on paying off these survivors and lawsuits. So yeah. in reality, it was a stupid decision. Even it, fly was. Through it. <laughs> it was, it was, um, what else? So that, that, that was annoying to me. And then for this to be a Gerard Butler, and I actually didn't see what this was rated because there were moments where it was tension filled, but at the same time, it it was also slow. 
It, oh, was, it God, was more of a not so slow. Most Rob Butler movies, at least in, in recent time, have been pretty action filled, Greenland notwithstanding. Right, but I think it's also because Gerard Butler's at an age where I don't think he can be doing this anymore. I mean, there's always going to be stunt doubles, right? There's always going to be yeah, stunt Yeah, but doubles. like, how many action things can you do? This movie actually was rated R. What was, oh, well, there was a couple of deaths. But here's the thing. And they show people dead. Like. For it, but for it to be a rated R movie, they didn't. I, I would have expected more violence. Well, that one guy got his, his mo- yeah, removed. But, and but then we don't see it, though, do we? We just we, we see the, 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 the blade thing, coming yeah. down, and we, and it, it quick cuts, and then just new, new scene. I guess, maybe. So as a person who didn't like the movie, I was trying to find something to grasp onto, mm-hmm. and I was expecting, okay, going into the movie, I figured even if the plot's dumb, the plot looks kind of stupid in the trailer, even if the writing's cheesy, fine. I can at least have some good action scenes, and for a long part of the movie, when it, especially when it gets to the... Uh, spoiler warning If you have not seen it Pause us We're at the 9 minute mark Watch the movie Come back But that was a spoiler warning Even once they meet The Somali um, uh, Militia The best scene is Is the Is the rescue team Just shooting them Shooting them free like there's, there's some Yeah back that was them. actually The best action scene In the whole movie But it wasn't even Like a good gunfight Cause like It was the, the rescue team comes in With like Call of Duty guns <laughs> And Loki just <laughs> runs through the entire militia uh, pretty yeah, quickly. They do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I agree. What is so? I mean, so for me, it just it was just it was slow paced, um, and it was for me kind of they kind of held back on the action, which is I guess I'm used to expecting a certain amount of action in Gerard Butler movies, and he is getting older, so that's maybe that's fair. But at the same token, Liam Neeson still making action movies, so I don't know, I don't know how much. I can I can give them the whole he's getting older card. Yeah, I guess so. But what did you not like about it? Um, okay, so I agree with you. It felt like it was way longer than it was. I thought it was almost two and a half hours. That's what it felt like. So the very first part was super tension filled, and I was like, "Ooh, we're in for a good movie," and then it went sideways. Like I, it just went slow. It kind of reminded me of, as I said, flight. The first fifteen minutes, and then the next half. Reminded me of like Jurassic Park two, where yes, they they're like I can see that. walking around aimlessly, and you're just trying to figure out like, okay, is anything gonna happen? Where's the dinosaurs? Kind of thing. So that's how I felt about this movie. I felt like it was a little slow, and then the other thing that I didn't like about it is the cinematography. And you know how much a stickler I am for cinematography. So part of the movie looks good, like they're filming it with a good camera. And then the other half feels like they got an iPhone and they just started like walking around with it and everything looked shaky and just not filmed with the same kind of camera. And then some of the CGI in the first 15 minutes where the airplanes in the air, it was so bad, bad. Like these clouds don't look like clouds. The plane looks like I drew it on a piece of paper and it put it in a movie. And I'm like, okay, for I don't know how much I spent, but like... Why does this look so bad? I don't know. That was one thing. And then, um, spoiler warning, last scene of the movie, last couple scenes of the movie, he's flying 50 miles away in an airplane. I'm like, why didn't you land there in the first place? And I guess I understand that his comps were down and everything was down, but 50 miles away, sir, you should have just gotten to the ocean and swam there. Like, I'm confused as to why... 
<clears throat> y'all flew to the next airport, which was 50 miles away. Well, they had to get off the island, though. The I know, but it's just, it was just. So you mentioned the cinematography, and I can say that maybe the reason for that is because they only had a budget of $50 million. And uh, this movie has been sold to various different produce, uh, production studios like three times since the pandemic. So no one really wanted to invest a lot of money. And a lot of it probably was filmed earlier. Yeah. And they just kind of pieced it all together to yeah. release it. It just seemed bad. It seemed like it did seem like a like a piece together movie. Like some scenes were like different camera than the other because you can just tell the quality of one camera versus a different camera. One thing I do want to talk about, um, Luke Cage is <laughs> not Luke Cage. The actor Mike Coulter, I think his name dude, plays Luke Cage. Um, he's a mercenary. He's a he's a he's a convict, right? Oh, okay. So we forgot to say this. There's um, a convict on the on the plane. Yeah. So the the plane that he's the one of the fourteen passengers it happens to be a transport of a of a prisoner, um, which okay, fine. That, that I guess that happens in public plane. Which if that's the case, I, don't, I it makes me scared to fly. They could just put regular prisoners on. Like, I mean, if they're commercial. If, if it's not gonna be like a whole group of people, it was just one guy and he's handcuffed. It's still kind of scary, but anyways. At the end of the movie, he he tells my he tells draw bullets. You know, I can't get I can't get on that plane with you because if I go back to America, America. I'm going to jail. He's like, I'm not going to jail, which you know, fine. I have no issue with that. So he chooses to stay on the mercenary island in Somalia. Okay, right. fine, no issue with that too. He steals a bag of U.S. The dollars. dollars. Well, I'm like, what are you going to use the U.S. dollars for? And they everybody knows on this island that you're a part of the group that just killed our all, leader. Yeah, everybody. So. What is that gonna that what what is that gonna get you? I, that, that's just a quick thought. That I thought as I was walking out the theater, like, what is that? What is this well, money gonna do? What is that money I, I gonna agree, do for you? but I think that maybe he can somehow find himself off the island, and if he wants to, he can use the money to restart his life. I guess. Well, yeah, he can exchange the currency and then restart his life wherever he's at. I mean, yeah, that's that's. But yeah, it didn't make any sense when he grabbed the money, and I'm like, why not just come to America? And I'm pretty sure if you say, hey, I saved all these people. They might give you a lighter sentence, like, hey, we'll give you parole, or, you know. He could have just joined the mercenaries. Or join the mercenaries. Like the, the, not the good mercenaries. The good mercenaries. <laughs> not, not, not the Somali mercenaries. Not the, not the, not the yeah, militia. Yeah, not yeah. the militia, but, like. He could have joined the extraction team. The extraction team. They would have definitely took him. They would have took him, because, like, hey, you got some good yeah, skills. Yeah, you got some good skills. Um, That's what I thought it was going to end like, but then Trey's like, no, he's going to no, stay there. Just, and yeah. I'm like, no way. And yeah. then it happened. I was like, oh, okay. So all in all, um, you want to? It's not much this way. It's, okay. it's a standard so, run of the mill action thriller. Honestly, if it had any actor other than Gerard Buller, it would be straight to DVD. Uh, agreed. <clears throat> so, all right. Give so it, give it a trade. My rating is three shots. Um, I had one beverage, but it, it needed two more shots to get through the time. It felt short. It felt long, and to get through all the bad cinematography. Um, for me, I actually had a shot before we got to the theater, and I had another shot in the theater, and I felt like I needed two more as well. So I'm going to give it <laughs> a rare four shots. Four shots. So I'm also going to say, disclaimer, please drive safely if you're under- <laughs> indulging four shots of any beverage. Uh, so call your Uber, call your Lyft, call your moms. Um, but, yeah, this was a bad movie. So, um, so if you want to watch it at your own I would say don't go to the movies. Just watch it at home. If you really, uh, for me personally, I had a shot of Margaritaville Silver Tequila. It's about the, the most wells you can get. So even maybe take a if you would do three of those, that's the equivalent of four. Maybe two of those <laughs> is the equivalent of four. But you know, wasn't a good movie. But if you have, if you want to have a good time, maybe if it's on HBO Max in a couple days, probably. Um, 
maybe have some fun with your friends, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that we got to say, um, we might be coming back uh, with the uh, searching. Ser- sequel. No, sequel. Called Missing. Called Missing. So that's probably your next movie. Um, so be, on the, so be on the lookout for that. But thank you for listening. Bye.